here, welcome to She Can, the podcast, where the goal is for you to leave each episode feeling empowered to go after what you want and knowing that if she can, so can you. Let's get started. Hi friend, thank you for listening to this podcast. I am coming to you today from a very sunny Glasgow, it's so lovely. I am in love with Scotland when the sun shines and it just has made me think recently because as the weather has been heating up for the last few days, the sun's out, the sky's blue, it's beautiful and it just has such an impact on people's mood. You start to hear the music being pumped up a little bit louder in cars, people are outdoors having fun again, people have a little bit of swagger in their step, the shades are on and people are just generally happier when the sun shines because, well, all of the reasons. This is not an episode about seasonal affective disorder or the effects of vitamin D. However, we know that sunshine makes us happy. I love Scotland so much in the sunshine because of the beautiful scenery, the green rolling countryside that you see for miles, the lochs that you can go and visit with glorious clear water, the mountains that we have, the clear running rivers, All of these things I love about Scotland that are so beautiful in the sunshine, they would not be as beautiful if it weren't for the rain. And when you get to a place in your life when you can really appreciate things like that, when rain happens, sometimes it's the best thing in life, sometimes it's the worst thing in life. It just depends on the story that you attach it to. If you are planning your kid's birthday party and you're planning it for outdoors and you're going to have the best time out in the garden and you've got loads of people coming, you've got food catered for outside and then it rains, it's the worst thing ever. However, if you're a farmer, you're experiencing drought and you need that rain for your crops, then the rain is like a miracle sent from above. It just depends on the story that you attach it to. And this is something that I want to talk about a little bit today is the stories that we attach to physical events and the impact that those stories can have on us and our lives and our confidence. So when something happens in your life, Do you think this is happening for me or is it happening to you? Because when you can take ownership of that and say, this is happening for me, what lessons can I learn from this? This is a challenge. How can I overcome this? What do I need? Why is this happening? Maybe I'm going to meet someone. Maybe something incredible is going to happen. Maybe this is going to rejig all of the landscape as I know it and it's going to become something completely new. When you have that growth mindset of always becoming better, always looking for the good in situations that happen, always challenging yourself and realising that everything is sent for you, then that will have a massive impact on the way that you live your life. On the contrary, if you have a victim mentality and everything happens to you, if you are not where you want to be in life because of the actions of someone else, because of something that happened to you, then all you're doing is you're taking all of the control that you have, you're putting it on a silver platter and you're giving it away to whoever you think prevented you from getting to the place that you wanted to get to. So whether that's the government, whether that's a friend, whether that's a family member, you're giving all of your control elsewhere. What I would really urge you to do is take that platter, take it inwards and enjoy it. 
take it all in because you have control over your life. You get to make choices that will impact your future now. Your life does not have to be where it currently is in five years' time. You are in a very different place now than you were five years ago. You've done a lot of growth. You have changed. You may have changed where you live. You may have changed your job. You maybe have different people in your life. Things will change in life and you have to, when things happen, take that on with a positive mindset and think, right, why is this happening? What is it saying to teach me? What can I learn from this? And then what happens is you grow from that and you grow from that experience and that builds confidence. And when you have been through something, your confidence just gets built stronger and stronger. And the more you go through, the more challenges you set yourself, the more obstacles that you approach with that growth mindset, the the more your confidence will grow and the thicker that confidence suit becomes. Often people, we tell our stories, especially as women, we look at other women and we say things like, she she can do that because she's confident enough to do that. I'm not confident enough to do that. Or I just don't have the confidence to do that. Or how could she wear that? She's so confident. How could she say that? She's so confident. She probably wasn't. What she's probably done is a series of a series of actions that have been big moments for her. They've required a lot of bravery. And with every action that has required bravery, she has sucked up, been brave for a moment and emerged out of the other side more confident. That's how you build confidence, by challenging yourself a little bit more every single day. So often it's not courage that you, it's not confidence that you lack, it's courage. Because you maybe don't feel that you have the confidence to do something, so you're not even thinking about embodying the courage or the bravery to go and take the action. Often when, you know, would you want your kids to describe their mum as a courageous woman, as a brave woman? Yes, you absolutely would. What mother wouldn't want that? So embody that for yourself. Just think about how can I be brave today? What can I do that requires a little bit of courage today? And remember, those moments of bravery and those moments of courage, they don't necessarily have to require you going full steam ahead and having no fear at all. You can be terrified and really brave all at the same time. And when you are and when you do that, it builds that confidence even thicker because you had to push yourself even further. So have a think about what is it that's holding you back from going to where you want to go? What is it that's holding you back from getting to where you want to be? Because when you have that courage, the confidence will come from there. It's so, so important. And it's something that a lot of people overlook. It's like when we wait for motivation before we do things, it's the very doing of the things that give you the motivation. It's having the courage to do things that give you the confidence. The motivation and the confidence doesn't show up one morning. You have to go out there and chase it down and grab the suit and put it on. And it's, it's hard to get on. Sometimes that suit is really hard to get on. It's like a, like a wetsuit. Like you have to pull it on. It's not easy, but it's worth it. Because once you've got it, it's like armour. And it has to be built and it has to be freshened up every single day. It's like a shower. You have to go back and freshen that up every single day. So something that really has 
impacted my confidence and my ability to just go for whatever I want in my life is a lesson I learned from a course I did called Landmark. And I went to this course, I went down to London to do it. I was there for quite a few days. And it's a bit of a secretive course, to be honest. They don't really talk about, it's like, don't talk about Landmark, just tell people to come. (laughs) So I might get drummed out the Landmark brownies, but hey-ho, I'll take the risk. The, The basically... The whole concept is that when you realise that everyone in life has something in common, this thing that everyone has in common is that they want to look good. Now, by looking good, I don't necessarily mean that they want to look in the mirror and like what they see. It's, It's about more than that. It's about worrying about what people think. It's about wanting to look good in front of other people. And that is sometimes so deep seated that that very need to look good will determine your actions, it will determine the job that you do in life, it will determine the people that you hang around with, it will determine the car that you drive, it will determine how you raise your kids, it will determine everything in your life if you are really focused on wanting to look good. And the thing is, most of us as humans are. It's a it's an inbuilt thing in human nature. We want to look good in front of other humans. So it, it's the whole thing of what will the neighbours say, but what will they think? Because you want to look good in front of other people. You don't want to disappoint. You want to you want to look good at all times. So it impacts the way that you live your life. And most of us have this. Most of us have this, whether you think you do or not, sometimes it's pretty deep-seated and you have to kind of go digging for it a little bit, but most of us have it, most of us do it. The lesson and the thing that will change your life, the real game-changer is when you realise that if everyone is so obsessed with looking good, everyone, you walk down the street, there's thousands of people in a really, really busy, in a really, really busy city, If you imagine everyone has this kind of imaginary little bubble and within that bubble, all of the decisions that they make, all of the actions that they take, the words that they speak, everything is being determined by looking good, by not wanting to disappoint anyone else, by not wanting to worry about what other people think, about being the person that other people expect you to be, all of that stuff. If you imagine everyone is wearing these kind of bubbles over their head, almost like a big kind of astronaut helmet. If everyone's wearing that and they're so focused inwardly on themselves and themselves looking good, do you think for one moment that they're looking at you, worrying about what you're doing? No. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Isn't that quite a freeing thought when you realise that if everyone in the world is so obsessed with looking good themselves, then they're not worrying about what job you have decided to do. They don't care about what clothes you've decided to start wearing. They don't mind if you have decided to drive a new car. They don't mind if you've started a new business. They haven't noticed that you've decided to become an author. They don't care because they're so worried about themselves. And that is the most liberating thought. And it's absolutely true. It's always such a massive deal for us. We always think about the thoughts of others and we overthink it. 
and we overthink and we overthink until we slowly strangle the dream and it becomes something that we once wanted to do. If you have a dream like that, if you have something that you have slowly, painfully killed by overthinking, I would urge you just to get that dream back out, give it a little shake off, dust it off, put it back on because Mrs Jones doesn't give two hoots about what you're doing because she's so busy worrying about what she looks like in front of Mrs Brown. (laughs) You know, everyone is just so focused on themselves that they're not worrying about what you're doing. So if that's holding you back, then just let that be a liberating thought for you and let yourself go out there and go after what it is that you want in life. Because the reality is you only have one life and this is it. That You're not getting a second chance at this. And if you are the type of listener that I think you are, then you're probably already approaching your, your, in your 20s or 30s or 40s, you know, you've already got a fair way through life. And if you've been living it so far, worrying about what you look like in front of others, then the clock is ticking. Let's go. Let's live the life that you want to live. Let's write the book. Let's start the business. Let's wear the crazy clothes. Let's go and get your nose pierced if that's what you want. It doesn't matter what you want. It's just about living that truth for yourself. And when you do that, your confidence will be built even stronger and so will your happiness because when you're living the life that someone else wants you to live, I mean, who whoever became happy doing that? No one, that's the answer, no one. So if you are thinking, you know, I really need this podcast because I really have to work on my confidence. I just feel like I'm not that confident and I don't really do things to the best of my ability because I worry about what people think or I'm just... I'm just not confident. And if that's a story that you tell yourself, there are some really practical things that you can do that will help you become a more confident person. So the number one thing I believe that will help you gain confidence is having integrity. If you are a person who does what you say you're going to do, then your confidence will grow. Uh, And this can be a tiny little thing. If you tell yourself you're going to do something, just do it and your confidence will just grow every single time you do it. Now, start this by setting yourself little tiny targets, tiny little goals, and every time you do it, you get a little bit stronger. Every time you do it, you get a little bit stronger. Every time you do it, your confidence grows that little bit more. Because that is how you start building that self-confidence and that self-esteem when you actually become someone who does what you say you're going to do. If you tell yourself all the time that you're going to do something and you don't do it, your brain starts not to trust you. Your brain starts to think, oh, you said you were going to do that last time though, didn't you? So I don't have confidence in that. And that's what will happen with other people as well. So don't say you're going to do things if you don't plan on. Only say that you'll do something if you're actually going to do it. Also, some things that can happen really instantaneously that can affect your confidence are things like your physiology. You can walk into a room and watch someone else walk into a room and you can tell by the way that they walked into the room, literally in two seconds flat, you can tell if they're confident or not. How can you tell? You can tell from their physiology. You can tell from the way that they are holding their head up. You can tell from 
the way that they hold their shoulders, they're going to they're going to be holding their shoulders back. They're going to be standing up straight. They're going to have their chin up. They're going to be walking tall. Whereas someone who really is lacking confidence, they'll have their head down. They'll have their shoulders slumped. They'll be kind of arched. They'll be kind of shuffling rather than moving their feet properly when they're walking, because they're almost apologising for taking up space. Don't be afraid to take up space in this world. Don't be afraid to be the person that you want to be because everyone wants you to become the best version of yourself. And if anyone in your life doesn't, then that's something that you just have to do anyway. And so be it. And they can like like it or lump it. Honestly, often when we're worrying about what people think, it's not someone in doesn't tend to be someone in our life, in our close life. It's usually someone who we went to school with or we went to university with or we used to go to dancing with and you maybe are Facebook friends with them or someone random in your life. And they're the person that always pops up when you think about doing something new or when you think about pushing yourself, you think, oh, what will they think? And if you have someone like that, just have a wee moment and think, do they even notice? Are they even looking at what I'm doing because if they're not and if they would maybe they wouldn't even be at your funeral I mean I know it's a morbid thought but would the person who you're so concerned about would they even be at your funeral why are you waiting on them then just do it anyway because so often we live our life in the past when you live your life in the present it produces confidence. Don't think about what you've been through in the past. Don't think about moments that you've had in the past. Think about who you are and who you want to become and live in that present version of yourself. Because when you're looking in the rear view mirror, A, nothing looks good there. And B, you can't go forward by looking backwards. So just focus on your current situation and be present in that moment. Also, making eye contact when you're having a conversation with someone, make eye contact with them. That is a massive telltale sign how confident you are. If you are confident, you'll have eye contact with people. You'll look at them when when you're talking to them. That will, again, produce confidence because there's, there's an element of being the person that you want to become before you actually feel it. So be the one who makes the eye contact. Lift the shoulders back. Lift the head up. And wear the nice clothes. I recently realised that I had got myself into a little bit of a rut by saying things like, oh, I look like a homeless person or I I live in leggings and sweatshirts or I don't know how to dress anymore. By telling myself stories like that, I think it was getting me anywhere. I think it was serving me. Telling yourself you're looking like a homeless person. No, it's probably not going to build you the multi-million pound business that you want to build. It's probably not going to buy you all those properties that you want to buy. It's probably not going to write you all those incredible best-selling books that you want to write when you tell yourself ridiculous stories like that. So that's been my story over lockdown. What's your story? Have you been telling yourself something ridiculous? Have you been telling yourself something that you would never dare tell your friend? Imagine I told my friend, by the way, I think I think you look a wee bit homeless today. <laughs> it's actually hilarious I'm picturing some of my friends faces if I said that to them because you wouldn't you wouldn't dare but we talk to ourselves 
in a way that we would never talk to another human being. So always be aware of the words that you use, of the stories that you're telling yourself and of the language that you're speaking when you actually speak to yourself. Be the person who lifts yourself up rather than the person who pulls yourself down. Be the person who is your own best cheerleader. And if you were treating yourself the way that you really wanted to, if you were treating yourself as the person that you want to become as the businesswoman or the successful parent and mum boss that you want to become and wearing all of the hats then you would you would be together wouldn't you you would plan your outfit the night before you would wear the good clothes probably in your wardrobe right now you have nice clothes you're just choosing not to wear them because you've got into a little bit of a rut that this was the exact same as I was recently so I started just pulling out the nice clothes and wearing the things that actually make me feel good because it has such an impact on the actions I take when you look better, you feel better, you start to do more, it's all a circle, it's all linked and it all links back to your confidence. So I hope this has helped you I hope that you're not telling yourself any crazy stories like I have been, but I'm sure that you are able to relate to these things because often you think you're the only person that tells yourself that you look homeless or you're the only person who tells yourself these kind of silly little stories, but we all do it, but it's just becoming aware of it. And once you're aware of it, you can start to nail that and change the story and change the actions and really have a positive impact on your life and live as a more confident version of yourself going after the life that you want to live not because someone else thinks it's a good idea but because you want it and because you've always wanted it and because that's the vision that you have for your life loads of love Thank you so much for listening. If you found value from that episode today, then I would love for you to share it on your social media. You'll find me at Instagram at UK, and the podcast is at SheCanPod. And if you found value, then please hop onto Apple Podcasts and write a five-star review. I would love you forever. And that really helps the visibility of the podcast and helps us get good guests and all the rest of it on the podcast. So, Thanks so much for your time. Thank you for spending your half hour with me and I hope to see you really soon.